Happy Sunday, everyone. This is Gia Chan, your host of this podcast. And like I said before in my first episode for the Mercy and Grace series here in our podcast, I will be releasing a podcast episode every Sunday that talks about faith, that talks about the Word of God. And so what you are going to hear on today's podcast is the story in the Bible that I chose. I had a chance to talk and to speak last Friday in a live stream at it's actually called the sessions live app i had a chance to to share the word of god through this story in the bible and so yeah what you are about to hear is a recorded version of mine talking in this live audience and i hope that you enjoy i chose this topic because i feel like most of us need healing in all aspects of our lives not just physically but emotionally relational healing as well restoration of relationship and most of all spiritually how we can be connected with god again um, because of external circumstances that we were having jesus christ during his ministry performed a lot of miracles or showed his power um, and he performed a lot of miraculous healing. And so allow me to share a story of how faith, when we say faith, it is um, a complete trust or confidence in someone or something. So even if you're not seeing that thing or even if you're not sure or even if you're in uncertainties, but if you have faith, you're believing to that something or to that someone. So that's how the woman in this story um, healed from uh, from her sickness so she was healed from her sickness it is a remarkable story of the woman healed by her strong faith um, from a condition that made her bleed by touching jesus's cloak or garments or clothes or robe however you want to call it so that's basically how she was being healed this woman wasn't named in the bible in case you're wondering she just called as the woman or the bleeding woman she was known actually for suffering from a continuous discharge of blood for 12 years. So basically the disease or what this woman um, suffered from is a continuous discharge of blood for 12 years. So meaning she has been bleeding for 12 years. And we will learn what does what this amazing story says to us and what does it teach us about how Jesus reaching each and every one of us. So not only we will going to talk about the story, but of course uh, also we will going to learn something from this woman. Um, how does the woman's story have relevance to our lives? Even it happened 2000 years ago, even it happened a long time ago, but still we can relate to the story. Um, we can get lessons out of this story from this woman. So if you haven't read the story in the Bible or you know, if you're encountering this story for the first time, you don't have any idea at all about this story. So let me read from the verse in the Bible. Actually, this is available. I mean, this story is found on three Gospels. We have Mark, Matthew, and Luke. But let me read from Mark chapter 5, 24, um, verses 24 to 34 in ESV, just to give you a context and to understand it better. So let me read from verses 25 to 26. And there was a woman who had a discharge of blood for 12 years and who had suffered much under many physicians and had spent all that she had and was no better, but rather grew worse. 
So this woman suffered from a terrible disease for 12 years. So can you imagine having that kind of disease for 12 years? I know we can relate because um, one way or another, we feel sick or we have sickness like, you know, uh, simplest fever and that could last for how many days and having that kind of sickness you know you will experience a lot of discomfort not feeling okay with the body so can you imagine can you compare that to this woman who has been suffering for 12 years she suffered not just physically but also he uh, she had to endure being in isolation and not accepted by society so she's not only having that kind of physical turmoil in her body but also she had to be isolated away from people from society and in case you're wondering why is that according to leviticus chapter 15 verses 25 to 27 excessive discharge of blood made a woman unclean and anything that she touched would be unclean as well so basically they saw this woman as an unclean woman as an unclean person that they are afraid to touch this, that woman or to be with that woman because they feel like they will be unclean as well so because of her condition she became an outcast to the society no one would have wanted to be around her because people wouldn't want to touch her and be unclean as well she couldn't go out in the public either she was isolated and alone for 12 years she was rejected that must have been a painful situation for her i don't know if we can endure that kind of situation but this woman had to endure that the feeling of being away from her family uh, from her the people that she loves so for women uh, i know we have women here in the in this meeting or in this session we know exactly the discomfort of having a menstrual period for a few days right so imagine or what this woman had to endure because of continuous bleeding for more than a decade for three days or i mean basically for us we will experience like a menstrual period for three days and somehow that uncomfortable for us not just you know the feeling but of course the changes in our body or the physical things that's going on around uh, in our body but imagine what this woman had to endure for more than a decade i can only imagine her discomfort feeling of loneliness as well for being separated from her loved ones and away from people um not being with her family motivated her to look for help and so she had sought physicians over the years. So she had consulted a lot of doctors, a lot of physicians. She spent everything that she had. She spent all her money and resources until she became poor because she ran out of resources, but nothing worked. She was not cured. And what's sad about this is she even got worse. And from that picture, we can imagine how hopeless that woman might have been but that changed when she heard about jesus she must have heard the power of jesus and the miracles he performed and so she began to hope again from that hopelessness uh, that she was in upon hearing jesus coming into her place she began to have that hope again let us continue reading to uh, verse 27 to 29 she had heard the reports about Jesus and came up behind him in the crowd and touched his garment. For she said, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. 
And immediately the flow of blood dried up and she felt in her body that she was healed of her disease. Um, before she gets to Jesus and touch his clothes, uh, what amazing from this woman is that she had a strong conviction that she would receive her miracle because she said in specific um, verse, if I touch even his garments, I will be made well. So even before she gets to Jesus, she was believing to receive that healing just by touching the robe of Jesus Christ. She wasn't expecting Jesus to face her. She wasn't expecting Jesus to talk to her to receive that healing. She just thought that by touching Jesus' clothes would be enough for her to receive that healing, would be enough to heal her. She already had that goal of being healed. So uh, other stories in the Bible, when they want to be healed, they want to go directly to Jesus and they want Jesus heal them face to face. But this woman was different. Her goal was just to touch even the small amount of Jesus's garments or the clothes of Jesus Christ for her to receive that healing. She believes in that thought that she will be healed by touching the clothes of Jesus Christ. So, so what she did is she ran towards the, uh, the crowd. Imagine this is a, a big crowd. People are hovering around Jesus Christ. People are trying to get to Jesus Christ, probably to receive their own miracles as well. But this woman had to run towards the crowd and fought her way through it, trying to see a glimpse of Jesus Christ, not minding the people around her. Um, so remember that this woman was isolated away from public. So getting out and being seen by the people, she must have felt, you know, a fear of being judged for going out, a fear of being rejected again. But that doesn't stop her. She didn't worry about what other people would think at that moment. It didn't stop her from reaching her goal. And again, her goal is to touch Jesus's um, garments, and that is to get to Jesus. She was desperate for healing. She had great hope and expecting faith that Jesus's power can heal her. She touched his garments. She, after a, a long way of fighting her way through Jesus Christ, she was able to reach Jesus and touch Jesus's garments. And instantly at that moment, she was healed. The blood stopped bleeding at that moment. So this woman has been rejected for 12 years uh, because of her condition. So can you imagine how she felt after she was healed? Can you imagine the feeling of restoration that she felt at that moment? She must have felt whole again. But that story did not only end in healing. Uh, that story did not only end just, you know, by letting Jesus Christ heal this woman. But also there is like an outcome to that as well. So let us continue reading verses 30 to 34. And Jesus, perceiving in himself that power had gone out from him, immediately turned about in the crowd and said, Who touched my garments? And his disciples said to him, You see the crowd pressing around you, and yet you say, Who touched me? And he looked around to see who had done it. But the woman, knowing what had happened to her, came in fear and trembling and fell down before him and told him the whole truth. And he said to her, Daughter, 
your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. So again, despite the crowd, Jesus knew someone touched him for his power has left because of the woman's faith. Jesus Christ felt power left from him because of the faith of that woman. But um, the woman's feeling of triumph, maybe after healing, she felt overjoyed. Maybe she was celebrating inside. We don't know exactly what's going on, but uh, we can say that she must have been so you know, happy for her to receive that healing. But that feeling of triumph turned into fear when Jesus asked for her. So when Jesus looked for her, she knew that Jesus was referring to her despite being in the middle of the crowd. And so she felt fear. Fear come upon her probably because she wanted to remain anonymous and was afraid of how Jesus would react after knowing what she had done. Again, like I said, the goal of this woman is just to touch Jesus' clothes to receive that healing and that's it. Maybe she wanted to remain anon- anonymous. Maybe she didn't want Jesus to see her. And that's why she felt that fear. She was trembling as the Bible described. Probably a lot of questions was going on her mind. Maybe she was thinking, what would Jesus do to me? Um, Am I in trouble or something like that? That's why it took a lot of courage for her to come forward. She didn't actually just back down and went away. But instead, she took courage for her to come forward. She fell down at Jesus' feet and humbly explained what she had done. So she told her story. She told what she had done. Uh, she told why she had to touch Jesus's clothes. But instead of anger, like what she probably expected, maybe she was expecting anger from Jesus Christ. Maybe she was expecting a lot of negative responses from Jesus Christ because of what she had done. She wasn't expecting Jesus Christ to respond with delight because of her faith. Jesus Christ responded with love. And take note of the very first word that Jesus Christ said. He said, daughter, that's the very first thing that Jesus Christ said, daughter, your faith has made you well. Go in peace and be healed of your disease. Imagine how the woman must have felt after hearing daughter, not just from anybody, not just from a regular person, not just from a stranger, but from Jesus Christ, the son of God. So not only she was healed, not only she was cleansed, But she was accepted fully. And what's more amazing is Jesus Christ offered her a relationship. Jesus Christ didn't just stop, you know, after that. Jesus Christ didn't just say, okay, you're healed and go away or something like that. But Jesus Christ had to spend time with her. Jesus Christ had to listen to the story of that woman. And he offered her a relationship by simply calling daughter. That's already Jesus Christ telling that you're welcome in my family, that I am offering you a relationship. So after 12 years of isolation, she was accepted back into the family, maybe into the society, maybe, you know, people learned to accept her already because she was healed. And again, by calling her out and giving her time to publicly tell her story, Jesus didn't just heal her physically, he restored her in every way. So Again, healing from this woman not just happened physically, but he restored her in every way or he restored her in all aspects of this woman's life. He restored her from feeling rejected. He restored her from feeling outcast. He restored her from feeling hopeless or maybe from feeling unclean. 
he restored her in every way. So that's the story of the bleeding woman. Now, what lessons can we get out from this woman? And maybe we can apply that to our lives also. So maybe some of you are just like this woman. Maybe some of you are also suffering from a disease for a long time. Or maybe you were told that you will no longer be healed. Maybe you're just settling because, okay, I have this disease and I will live for it for the rest of my life. Or maybe, which, which is relevant today, you're maybe suffering from the virus or maybe you're suffering from COVID-19 and maybe you're quarantined away from people. Just like what has happened to the woman, she was basically quarantined from people. And we can relate to that. For some of us, we have put into quarantine for 7 to 14 days. And being in that isolation is not easy, right? 7 to 14 days. Again, imagine uh, what this woman had to endure for 12 years. It's 14 days is nothing compared to what this woman had experienced for 12 years. Maybe um, some of you are enduring the pain caused by external circumstances around you. Maybe that's financial issues or financial struggle. Maybe you're, you're struggling with your finances, with your business, with your relationship. Maybe you're also suffering from internal factor like... Um, being imprisoned from the shame of your past, maybe your past, your shameful past or your past is trying to crept in in your life, reminding you how bad you are or reminding you how undeserving type of person you are. Maybe you're suffering from that or maybe you are dealing with a spirit of unforgiveness. Maybe it's hard for you to forgive or maybe you have been asking forgiveness also from other people, or maybe you're in a situation where you feel like you're being rejected as well or not accepted by the people or by the society around you and a lot of things. I know that each and every one of you here is experiencing something just like what this woman not literally had to bleed, not literally had to spend 12 years, but one way or another, all of us here, including myself, are experiencing struggles difficulties in our life that we can relate to this story as well so the story teaches that no matter how desperate our situation that no matter how difficult things for us or no matter how hopeless you think our situations are we are never out of his reach we are never out of jesus's reach if we seek in faith if we look for him we will find him um he is there for us so I don't know, maybe some of you have been praying for a long time for a healing. Maybe some of you have been praying to release you from that unforgiveness, to release you from that feeling of unworthiness, to release you from that shameful feeling caused by, the, by your past. Remember that He is always there for us, that He is interested in us. Even if you feel like your circumstances is you know just small things or um petty things or maybe it's just small compared to what others are struggling but jesus christ is interested in everything that's going on in our lives so he longs to restore us um jesus brings healing to our souls as well not just physically but he brings healing to our souls to our very being restoring us to him and calling us his daughter, calling us his son. When you get to Jesus, when you receive that power, when you receive that miracle, Jesus Christ will not stop there. Jesus Christ will continue to, to run after you. Jesus Christ will continue to, to restore you 
and he will welcome you again in his family by calling you daughter and son. So whatever our story, whatever our journey through life, whether in difficulties or in joy, let's reach out and touch Jesus' faith. So basically, we cannot touch Jesus' clothes, right? But what we can do is to touch Jesus in faith. Believing that He is our Savior, believing that He is our Lord, and let Him restore us to welcome us into His family. And also another lesson that we can learn from it is that start moving in faith. Maybe you're currently in a position where you are waiting on God to do something for you, but maybe He, he is waiting for you as well to move, to step out from that comfort zone, to step out in faith. So yes, we should pray. And sometimes it is necessary to wait for God's timing. But many times we can find ourselves waiting and praying when we should start moving as well, when we should, we should start moving in faith. Think about what this woman had to do to get to her healing. She didn't wait for Jesus to come to her. Probably if she did that, she will not receive uh, her healing. If she wait for Jesus to come to her in that place of isolation, Maybe this woman had to continue to endure that um, suffering for another decade. But she started to move in faith by going out in the public, not letting other people stop her from doing it. And so she moved in faith and didn't let resistance keep her from receiving the promise of healing. She wasn't afraid to fail and try again. Remember, she had to look for different physicians. She had to look for a cure for that disease. It didn't stop her. She probably failed um, physicians after physicians. But again, she tried again until she got to Jesus. Again, Jesus knew and felt someone touch him, even in the crowd. Meaning God sees you, even if you feel like he doesn't care or even if you feel like You're, he's not listening. Maybe you're in that situation and you're trying to get to Jesus. You're trying to look for Jesus and you've, you've been crying out for a long time. And maybe you feel like he doesn't care about you or maybe you feel like he's not listening or maybe you feel like uh, he turned his face away from you. But that's not the case. Actually, he knows exactly what you are going through in life. He knows your heart. Even before you utter your prayer, even before you come before him, Jesus Christ knew exactly what you're going through. So whatever faith left in you, put it all to Jesus Christ. And I assure you that it will be worth it. Or maybe you only have that little amount of faith left in you because of, again, the things that, that's going on around you or your circumstances. So whatever that faith left in you, put it all to Jesus Christ. Choose to believe in His promise. Choose to believe in Jesus. Believe in His love also. Believing that God can turn every circumstances around from curse to blessing from hurting to to healing from despair to hope from feeling of hopelessness from despair feeling of you're at the end of the rope already god can turn that into hope from feeling of betrayal to forgiveness from feeling of poverty to abundance from brokenness to restoration And also it shatters the darkness in you. So again, maybe you're in the dark, but if you call on Jesus, even when you when you just say Jesus and to acknowledge him, that he is the Lord of your life, that he is your savior, it will shatter the darkness around you. 
So whatever it is that you need, you can come to Jesus, especially at times like this with a current crisis in the midst of your circumstances. I don't know with you, but I know that you've been praying, you've been calling God to help you, to get you out from that situation. But more than the healing that you are looking for or that you've been asking, the provision, the blessing, Jesus is giving us himself, his whole self, his love to us. So I hope that we're not just only after the blessing. I hope that we're not just only after the healing, the provision, the riches that God can give us. I hope that we're also after Jesus himself, his love that he can offer to us. So in conclusion, the woman's desperation. So again, I think one word that we can describe from this woman is desperation or she was desperate. But from that desperation, it led her to her salvation. It led her to her relationship with Jesus Christ. So before I end, I would like to pray for for all of you or maybe um, for some of you that are really suffering at the moment. So if you are that person that's suffering from sickness, put your faith in Jesus Christ. And as I lead you in prayer, I hope that you will believe that Jesus Christ can get you out of that situation, that Jesus Christ can heal you physically, emotionally, and most importantly, spiritually. So let us pray. Our most gracious Heavenly Father, I thank you, Father God, for allowing me, Lord, to speak to these people. Thank you, God, that even in this situation, even in this pandemic, you allow technology, Father God, for us to be able to share your word to these people, for for them to hear your goodness, for them to hear how good and how loving Father you are to them. To them. Lord, I pray for specific people that are suffering right now, maybe from a physical illnesses, maybe emotionally, mentally, Lord, spiritually i pray healing for them father god i pray father god that you will comfort them in their suffering i pray oh lord that you will give them the confidence lord god to believe in your power the confidence lord god to believe in your power of healing lord god the miracles lord god that you can do for them lord and even if they feel afraid father god i know father god that there are still uncertainties in them but i pray oh lord that even that they will put their 100% trust in you, that they will put their faith in you, Lord God, believing that you are our ultimate healer, Lord God, believing that you can restore us, believing, oh Lord, that nothing is impossible with you. Lord, I pray for the people, Lord God, that are suffering, Lord God, from physical, uh, from physical illnesses, oh Lord. I pray, Father God, that you will touch the areas of their body, oh Lord, that needs of healing right now. You said on your word, Father God, by your stripes on the cross, by your wounds on the cross, we are healed, oh Lord. And though it happened, Lord God, 2,000 years ago, we believe, Lord God, that that promise still remains true, that your word is alive, even in this time, Lord God. I declare, Lord God, I claim healing, Lord God, to these people, Lord God. I pray, Father God, that you will restore them, not just physically, but in all aspects of their lives, O Lord. That you will restore them, that you will heal them. Lord, I pray that you will restore the organs of their body, O Lord, the way that you designed it to function, God. Lord, thank you, God, that we can rest in that promise. 
Thank you, God, that your power of healing, Lord God, did not just stop from that woman. But even till now, Lord God, we can call upon you and we can receive that healing, O Lord. Lord, thank you, God, for the confidence. Thank you, God, that you are a good father. Thank you, God, that you never turned your face away from us, O Lord. And we pray, Father God, that as we seek you, Lord God, we will find you, O Lord. Lord, thank you for your healing. Thank you for your restoration. We receive that healing right now in the name of Jesus. We receive that restoration right now in the name of Jesus. We bring you back the glory, the honor, and praise. All this we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. And before I end, I also would like to also pray for those specific people here. Maybe you're wondering, okay, how can I get to have that relationship with Jesus? Okay, am I welcome to the to his family or how can I have that intimate relationship with him? So I would like to invite you into a relationship with God. I'm not inviting you into a religion. I am inviting you to have that relationship with God, allowing God to restore you spiritually. So if you are that person, if you want to make your Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, and if you want to have that kind of relationship with Christ, just say this prayer. Just repeat this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I confess my sins and I ask for your forgiveness. Please come into my heart as my Lord and Savior. Take complete control of my life and help me to walk in your footsteps daily by the power of the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Lord, for saving me and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. So if you say that prayer, find a Bible-based church, or someone who can help you to start your journey on your new walk with Christ, on your new walk with the Lord. Thank you for listening and for making it until the end of this episode. The conversation continues in the In Your Becoming Facebook group, so I hope to see you there. If you love and enjoy this conversation, make sure to follow for more podcast episodes. Also, I'll appreciate it if you leave a comment about this topic on any of my social media accounts. If there is something that you want me to talk about or topics you're interested in, just send me a voice message or DM me on my Instagram at the Chan. Till the next episode and bye!